Hello, and welcome to the Fully Charged Podcast. Coming to you from the Mega Man Network, I'm David Oxford, also known as LBD Night Train, also known as your host. Joining me as always is Stone Cold Brian Ostrin, a.k.a. Protodude. Hello. That's all I got. I got no uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin references. Oh, hell no. <laughs> uh, well... <laughs> And joining us yet again is the Rolling Rocker Video Hawker, Shadow Rock ZX. Hey guys, I'm just chilling out over here. How you guys doing? I'm Shadow Rock ZX. Word up. In this episode, we are looking at episode 30 of Mega Man Fully Charged, called Chill Out, Bruh. Written by MJ Offen. According to the Mega Man Knowledge Base description... Aki and Suna take a rehabilitated Iceman out for a day in the city, but things take a turn for the worse as he misinterprets their cues and turns a game of hover hockey into a literal freeze-out. Hover hockey. <laughs> hover hockey. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to skip ahead on my notes here and say, uh, hockey, of course, it's a Canadian show. Why wouldn't there be hockey? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Hover hockey, though. We're going back to the future now. <laughs> da, 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 da. But, um, yeah, I'm kind of a little surprised that it wasn't uh, ice hockey in some form or fashion. They make a crack about it, but yeah. I think ice hockey's a little more popular here than... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe out west it's different. Hover hockey's the future. Yeah. It looks like, uh, like a soccer or baseball field, but it's hockey. I was like, oh, okay, this is different. <laughs> If you want a slap shot at McFly, you gotta have power. Oh, sure. <laughs> I butchered that yeah, line somehow, yeah, yeah. and I'm so ashamed as a Back to the Future fan. Well, the episode basically starts out, you got Mega Man uh, grilling Iceman, trying to get a rise out of him, and he doesn't. Which is all according to plan, thanks to Dr. Light, and uh, some testing, and basically our... Uh, I don't know if this is our first hint at the Mega Key's use, but basically he mm-hmm. used it to help... Uh, adjust Iceman's behavior so that he's not taking everything so literally all the time and acting accordingly. Yep. I thought that was interesting in the, from a lore aspect. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, so that's a little hint as to what the Mega Key might be able to do. Right. I'm still wondering if the Mega Key is, like, outside of the uh, Dr. Light, uh, you know, commonality, somehow related to Mega Man himself. I've been thinking that just because, you know, it has the word Mega in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Like, it's got to have something to do with Mega Man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, let's see. A- after the uh, testing and Iceman is going about his business, Aki and Suna, they're competing to be the uh, captain of their school's um, uh, hover hockey team. And they end up uh, in competition with Peter Punkowski. And then they have to kind of abandon that because Aki double-booked them to uh, not only be trying out for the team, but to also kind of help show Iceman around town um, and, you know, test him out, as it were. They run into Sergeant Knight, who sabotages the effort, and uh, things start going south as uh, the temperature gauge that kind of controls Iceman's attitude goes north. And, um, yeah, trouble goes down, but they managed to put a stop to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, at the end of the day, he just needed to chill out, bro. Oh. <laughs> I... Is there, is, there a way to, is there a way to kick him off? 
Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, that's a that's, uh, that's a pretty good title drop, I guess. They uh, probably better than the actual one they did in the show because. Uh, like, uh, skipping ahead again a little bit here, it's like, uh, Peter actually does the title drop, uh, which, I don't know, the bruh thing, because it's, like, literally spelled in the title B-R-U-H, and, like, that's kind of how he says it. Yeah. And that just seems a little out of character form to me, but... Mm -hmm. Oh, very much so. It's more like an Aki thing. Yeah, yeah. that was that was weird. Yeah. yeah. But, um... Yeah, it was good to see a follow-up on the whole thing of Iceman being a good guy, and you know, compared to some of the other Robot Masters we've seen. Yeah, I, I like the little character development we're getting for Iceman here. Yeah, because yeah. if I'm not mistaken, he's being led off by the Good Guild, like in a truck, and like you know, Mega Man was like, you know what, you know, you're not so bad, kind of. You know, maybe you've got what it takes after all, and that I think that kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That that was Iceman that happened with, right? Was... Am I thinking Drill Man? Yeah. yeah. No, that was that was Iceman. Yeah. This okay. Is, yeah. Uh, let's see, and, um, yeah, when, uh, Mega Man and Dr. Light were testing out, uh, Iceman's temperament, I had a nice little subtle kind of father-son moment there. It's like, you know, they n never really acknowledge it, but the way they were kind of bouncing off each other, it was, uh, it was, it was really nice. I liked it. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And during that, we got a nice little, probably one of the funniest 8-bit uh, scenes in the whole series so far, in fact. Uh, got Dr. Light, he just kind of like, he's like over on the sofa while Iceman's just like sitting in the middle of the room. And he's like, you know, kind of like looking at his like uh, tablet or whatever he's got. Just like throws what looks like a tennis ball and it bounces like off of uh, yeah. Iceman's head. And Iceman, <laughs> he's just going off until Dr. Light makes some modifications on the tablet and stabilizes him. And then Iceman's all happy again, but... Yeah, it was cute. That was yeah. funny. Yeah, and we get man, this show is just like absolutely full of revelations that are mm -hmm. like just like earth shattering to the lore of Mega Man Fully Charged. Like the show is never going to be the same again because we find out Toasterbot can talk. Yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh. Bum, bum, bum. And, uh, yeah, and t unfortunately, uh, I, I don't think his, uh, I, I, this was the episode I mentioned in a previous one that I was actually able to manage to get to stop on the, uh, credits long enough to look, and then they don't list the voice. Oh, uh, <laughs> So that's a disappointment. Oh, well. Uh, something else is, like, uh, Peter Punkowski, uh, he's the team... I guess he was, like, acting captain, or at least he had Toasterbot and one of the other robots uh, following him around. And, yeah, you remember when Peter had redeeming qualities? Yes, vaguely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had redeeming that, that, qualities? <laughs> his passion for the history at the uh, Cold War, or not Cold War, Hard War, was it? Yeah, the Hard Wars, or Hardware Wars, or... Mm -hmm. eh. The War. The War. I mean, the War Museum. He was, uh... Yeah. This is what happens when you don't release new episodes frequently, folks. Uh, we forget. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I could barely stand that episode because aside from the cool Mega Man references, I could not pay attention to the actual plot because all the snot everywhere. <laughs> yes. Ugh. I think they reduced that a little bit here, did they not? Like, yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it wasn't totally without it, but mm -hmm. I think they kind of cut back on it a bit. Yeah, I did notice that. They definitely cut back on the snot, which I'm very thankful for. Now he's yeah. actually 
someone I can tolerate now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he, he had a passion for the stuff in his debut episode, and then he's just been less... Like, I mean, he, he was still, like, a jerk there, but, I mean, at least, you know, that was an admirable trait, at least. Yeah. That, you know, he respected the uh, history and stuff going on there. And, yeah, we're not we're not seeing that with his later appearances. But at least he's tolerable in that he's not, you know, dripping mucus everywhere. Yep. Yep, thank God. <laughs> thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's and I mean, it's, speaking as somebody who's like, you know, always kind of, you know, dealing with allergies and stuff knows, it's like, you know, mm -hmm. th that still kind of sicks me out. So, I'm I'm really glad if uh if they're really listening to us over there at uh over there in uh, Vancouver, I think. Uh yep. DHX. Uh yeah, thank you for cutting back on that. I cannot I cannot possibly state that enough. It's very much appreciated. Yeah, because, like, yeah, his whole character thing is like, oh, don't judge a book by its cover, but, my God, please, don't get that stuff on me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not going to judge a book by its cover, but if there's, like, if the cover has, like, snot all over it, I'm still not touching it. Exactly. Uh, That's a very good analogy. <laughs> I'm judging. I'm, I'm judging him. Can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, at least, you know, you're, you can't stand him for the reasons you're probably not supposed to be able to stand him now, right? Eh, uh, yeah, sure. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now I can actually focus on his character. Right. <laughs> Eat him for his character, not his allergies. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and, anyway, um, yeah. Another thing about Toasterbot we discover in this episode is that he, he is an astoundingly good goalie. Yes. No arms yeah. at all. Yeah, maybe even uh, too good as he uh, take he does uh, take a bullet, well, so to speak. For uh, let's see, who was it? Suna? Mm. Oh yes, I think it was Suna. Took shot for some. Oh, actually, it was for Peter. It was for Peter. Oh, for Peter. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, uh, basically by bullet, I of course mean like you know ice slasher shot or whatever they call the weapon here. Yeah. Right. Uh. An Iceman schematic shot. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, that was a noble sacrifice, and that comes back around. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, Suna, she ends up uh, taking up defense a bit, too, and using her stick to bat away shots. Why her stick wasn't freezing, I have no idea. Oh, it was a pretty cool moment, though. Like, Suna, no way. Uh, before we know, Suna could be Mega my Girl job. or something. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. You're stealing my job. Cool <laughs> moment. How dare you. <laughs> Those are supposed to be my lines. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I did feel a bit sorry for Iceman, because, yeah, he was just... Man, just everything kind of getting him, you know? Just, like, setting him off, and he's, like, all confused and everything. And of course, it's, like, you know, due to sabotage from Sergeant Knight. Which was had a neat little moment with uh, Mega Mini and his own like little. It almost looked like a golf club, but I guess his own like hockey stick that he manages to use to bat the thing off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, interesting thing is uh, Iceman. He before he like kind of went nuts. He did this thing where he kind of like you know put his like I guess his hand to the ground and uh, sent out a wave. I thought he was like gonna like just freeze the ground to turn it into an ice hockey thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he ends up freezing the uh, coach, and, like, you know, he's like, uh, this wasn't supposed to be ice hockey or something like that. 
Uh, I thought maybe he'd freeze it into a thing, but no, he creates this big ice dome, and apparently he can unfreeze it just as easily, so that's a thing. Yep. I'm trying to remember, though. Uh, here, Mega Man's uh, Buster Shots were able to break the ice that people were frozen in pretty easy. Yeah. Was it able to do that before? I, don't I th think so. I don't think they ever showed it. Like, you know, to go to the next scene or whatever, just implied, or, or did he use Fireman or something like that? I, yeah, I thought he used another weapon or something. Oh, maybe it did. Yeah. I need to take better notes. Yeah. <laughs> they need to do better yeah. scheduling. <laughs> <laughs> Burn! I mean, not, he's not wrong. <laughs> well, I'd certainly appreciate it. And in the end, due to his uh, noble nobility and selflessness, sacrificing himself in the face of danger... The team captain is chosen to be... The, there was no other choice. Toasterbot. Or Jacques, as we learn his name to be. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Toasterbot has a name. Like a name name. And it is Jacques. Yes. Or <laughs> I misunderstood it, but it wasn't listed in the credits, so I can't really correct off of that, so... <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, the question is, it's like, I mean, th like I said, this is like earth-shattering, uh, shaking the lore of Mega Man fully charged down to its very foundations. Uh, this podcast is, I don't know if it's ever going to be the same again. Nope. But, um, yeah, it's like, uh, d well, what do we prefer as a name, Toasterbot or Jacques? I mean, it doesn't matter because it's Jacques, but... Yeah. It Both. doesn't matter what you think! <laughs> little, little guy worked for it. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess he did kind of earn that name, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, suffered for so long now. This episode, he finally gets retribution. Yeah, uh, I wonder why they uh, picked that name in particular. But um, I don't know if there's somebody on the team or something. Yeah, some insight. Do you have any insight, or... uh, Produdu? No, no, there was nothing on this guy in the book. You, you don't know any, nothing on any of the creatives or anything. Nobody named Jacob. Nope. nope, not that I can think of offhand. I can always take a double look, double check. But, uh, yeah. Alright, so, yeah. And, um, my wife thinks uh, she might like uh, Toasterbot as the name better, but that might just be because we've been using it for so long. Yeah. 30 episodes! <laughs> and at the end, uh, we've uh, discovered that, you know, it's got another name. So he gains a voice, he gains a uh, role as a... Uh, as uh, the head of uh, hover hockey team, and he uh, gains a name. It's a big day for uh, for our little buddy. This and was... we got a little hint about the mega key. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares about that? Jacques has a name. Toasterbot this... has a I, name. I, I, oh, this, you're right. This was his episode. His starring yeah. moment. Yes. Our our unofficial mascot of the podcast has a name. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my toasters this is great <laughs> <laughs> so you guys got any other thoughts on the episode I just want to hear more about the mega key from a lore uh, perspective because now we know it can manipulate the robot's personalities a little bit at least mm -hmm. help Iceman go through some rehabilitation uh if only the Mega Key could help Mega Man get over his ego problems with Airman's weapon, now that would be good. 
Yeah. He'd probably have to come clean to Dr. Light that he's, like, you know, been moonlighting as a superhero before that could happen, though. Probably. <laughs> uh, but, um... Yeah. As for me... I mean, I, I don't know. Do we want that to happen? Like, you know, to basically cure the whole, like, you know, uh, taking on attributes thing? Because, I mean, that is one thing that definitely sets this apart. Yeah, that's, that's like, one of the big sticking points. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if he gets, like, something really bad. You know, like a... I don't know. Who's <laughs> <laughs> this bald robot with the big red cape? I'd better copy him just to be safe. <laughs> he, he, he actually replicates Namajim and he goes evil. <laughs> right. There there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Mega Key, I'm, uh, I'm, you know, I'm just dying to know what it looks like. Because right now in my head, it's like just one of those big, like, Super Mario World keys. Like, you know. Right. Like, yeah. like yep. maybe shoots a beam or something. Like uh, one of those Mega Man Legends keys that you find in Legends. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be sweet. <laughs> I just I don't think it's gonna be one of these like oh Mega Man you were the Mega Key all along kind of deals. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, because oh, no. something is behind <laughs> the door. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a thing. And soon it's just like this makes no sense. You've been using the key without Aki anywhere around you. <laughs> well. Uh, and Doctor Light's just all like, "Have I though?" <laughs> well, Doctor Light did say, uh, "Our moment of truth to see what's behind the door might come sooner than Mega Man thinks." Oh, yes. Well, um, I would not be surprised if we find out by the end of the uh, season. That, oh, how how many sure. episodes are they on for? Was it fifty-two? Fifty-two. Yeah. And we're uh, we're over halfway through, so. Yep. I mean, at, at this point, I can see the two big reveals at the end of the season. Of course, the lab, and also Mega Man finally coming clean about him being a hero. Ah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff they could do here. Uh, I imagine a lot of it depends on if they get picked up for a second season. Have they been picked up for a second season? I forgot that happens so early, like in production, like sometimes before the show even airs. That yeah, uh, sure. Uh, have, have we heard anything? They have not, and I believe it was the voice actor of Mega Man who a couple months ago posted a picture of the final recording session of the show, and he he flat out said like, "Oh, that's the end," or something like that. So Ooh. yeah. Ouch. Yeah. I mean, uh, Cartoon Network isn't really helping the case right now. So. No, not at all. Probably not. Well, that's that's disappointing. I mean, this show's like, you know... I mean, just think, like, in the first 20 episodes, it, like, you know, kind of turned a corner, and who knows, like, you know, what could happen by the end. Heck yeah. But, for now, uh, any other thoughts on the episode at hand? Well, uh, it's alright. Yeah. Know. That's good. Nice, uh... It's alright. Okay, so in that case, let us get on with the news. <laughs> and I think, uh, Shad, you had uh, something else you mentioned, like, you know, that had come up recently in the merchandise? Yes, we um, got two new figures from... Actually, three new figures from the Mega Man X series. First is Kotobukiya, they revealed a new model kit for just regular Unarmored X, which looks really good. A uh, bit unoriginal, I guess, at this point, but hey, he's there, he looks pretty good. 
They also announced that they're going to do X3's Max Armor X. Ooh. Pretty excited about that yeah. one, but no images at the moment. And then on Cintiel's side, they announced that they're making the Rockman X Falcon Armor Realbot. And that looks pretty epic. Uh, there's some new artwork there by, uh, sorry if I pronounce this wrong, Ichi Shizumu, I think. Sh uh, shit, <laughs> Shimizu, Shimizu, something like that. Yeah. We here on the Fully Charged Podcast <laughs> apologize to anyone whose name we've mangled. Yes. But it's really good artwork, though, and I uh, can't wait to see the figure. It's going to be a little bit bigger than the usual 4-inch nails that Sentio has done before, so yeah. Yeah, a little more detailed, too. Yep. I'm, I'm trying to think. It's like, okay, it's got some neat stuff uh, coming there, and it's like, over all these years, there's been a surprising amount of Mega Man merchandise. Surprising if you grew up in the 90s as a Mega Man fan, to be sure. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's like, you know, a lot of it, like, kind of retreads the same ground, though. Right. And I'm just trying to think. It's like, okay, if I had, like, you know, my dream Mega Man figure, like, what would I want? Yeah. And, I mean, the obvious answer is Turbo Man, because I love Transformers. But, uh, <laughs> past that, though, yeah. um, then there's Nitro Man. Past that, <laughs> uh, past that, I'm not sure. I would have to think on that for a while. You guys, you guys have any stuff that, like, you know, it's like, you know, instant sold? Oh, gosh. Um, well, as far as things just announced, though, uh, as far as X-Armors go, I've always really liked the fourth armor or the Falcon armor, and hey, they're making a Falcon armor figure now. I'm excited. Yeah. Of course, Bandai made those, like, back in the day, too. Yeah, they did make some of them. You could probably find it for, like, you know, a song uh, on eBay or somewhere, but... Mm -hmm. I, uh, yeah, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to think, like you know, the untapped, like you know, yeah. unmined, what hasn't been done yet, I or would, at least like, certainly hasn't been done well. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> I would kill for like a Mega Man Juno, like like a second form. You know, oh, so cool. Yeah, we need some more like side characters or just like characters that aren't Mega Man. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that'd be nice. Like, I mean. Gosh, has anybody in Japan made anybody for Rockman EXE that isn't uh, Rockman? Like, I know there's that land figure. Yeah, there's the land uh, statue. We need an actual land figure, though. Like, that was just a statue. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, let's see. Okay, I know they did uh, Blues, uh, Proto Man. They did uh, Base Forte, uh, the Bandai uh, Rockin' Action, I think they were called. So, yeah, you got yeah. your three big heavy hitters, and then, like, just a bunch of different uh, forms and styles of uh, Rockman. But, like, uh, has anybody done anybody else from that series? Our Death Battle winners? No, like, Star Force, they just did Mega Man. <laughs> yeah, just the Mega Man. They did, like, a recolor, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I've had the dragon form of uh, Star Force Mega Man uh, on my wish list like for so long. I wonder how much it even costs now to try to get one. Oh yeah, uh, if you want a bootleg one, they're pretty cheap. It's nice that they did. Uh, uh, how, how quality are the bootlegs? Um, eh, you know, well, the arms and legs fall off and you know, put it back <laughs> on. But <laughs> I, I think I'd rather uh, go with something of more substantial quality. I did, it is nice that they started doing like roll casket, so hopefully they might branch off to do like harp note or roll even. 
Yeah, that'd be sweet. Uh, like classic roll. Yeah. EXE roll. Maybe some more of the operators get a uh, ma- get a uh, male and uh, or Melu or Meru or whatever you want to call her. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of roll, there was like some sort of uh, like special edition, like some pink and white version or something of roll casket, wasn't there? Yeah. They're uh, they're trying to make it look like the nurse that you could find in like mm. what if downtown or uptown. Uh, oh really? Is that what they were going for? Yeah, kind of. I don't remember her having yeah. uh, so much pink on her. No, she didn't have any pink, but yeah. I like the color scheme though. I don't know. It, it so, something about that version of roll just kind of speaks to me, but it's cool. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's still stupid that they uh, <laughs> split her accessories up. I know. <laughs> between two releases. <laughs> I want data. Oh, they did that again. I want no. <laughs> like you, you can't. There's not one. You know, ultimate version still. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, they got the new color coming out, but still lacks, what, data, I think? <laughs> yeah, it's like, do you want data or do you want the hat? Pick one. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why? <laughs> Just make data the deluxe edition. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, seriously. Well, hope- hopefully that didn't work too well for them, and they'll uh, consider that next time or do a re-release with everything. But yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that version of Roll. I, th- I think like all the white kind of reminds me of a character uh, I made that was a little inspired by Roll in a uh, Legends RPG a long time ago. So hmm. maybe, maybe that's why it speaks to me, because like she she's like had a lot of uh, white with some like you know blue going on instead of pink, but still. And that does it for another episode of the Fully Charged Podcast. As always, you can check us out on SoundCloud, or you can. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or you can check us out on Google Play. The hosting fee is ours, but the choice is yours. And as always, as always, always, as I'm always saying as always, uh, if you're interested in more of the Mega Man Network, you can find us at The MM Network on Twitter, on Tumblr, or you can look up the Mega Man Network on Facebook, or just go to themmnetwork.com. And you can find me, ProtoDude, on Twitter, at ProtoDude. You can check out my blog, Rockman Corner, at www.rockman-corner.com. And you can find me at ShadowRobsDX on YouTube, youtube.com slash ShadowRobsDX. And you can find me on Twitter at ShadowRockX. And for ProtoDude and ShadowRockZX, this is LBD Night Train saying everlasting peace out. <laughs>